0: Welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer. Introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time.
1: You have to love them unconditionally and work with them so that, you know, they will know your values and they will live your values have a good relationship with them when they are young let them know they are very important Mm -hmm. they are a blessing to you and blessing you hold on like an egg you know hold on not too tight (laughs) (laughs) that's right you don't want to crack them
0: (laughs) and you definitely don't want to scramble them
1: (laughs) yeah on God you know when the difficult times come just seek God for help mm-hmm. and he normally comes through other people so open your eyes open your mind and always look for the positive positive mm-hmm. input that people will be you. Know, you. Mm-hmm. Amazingly
0: that's that's great um yeah I think you know my advice too is along those lines in that we really need to treasure and hold those moments so close and dear, because as I mentioned earlier, you know, they go by so fast. And there's so much of those early days that were such a blur, you know, <laughs> that I have to look kind of look back at the pictures we recently did to, to even remember, you know, what all happened was, you know, everything is changing so fast in those, those early days. And I think, yeah, another kind of piece of advice I think ties together with what we've been talking about as far as communal versus independent. And I think we definitely want to encourage moms to make those communities early on. And I definitely felt the draw to seek out other moms, especially new moms, when I first became a mom. I may, yeah, I, I really wanted to go to those, the mother-baby groups. And so, you know, I may, speaking of trying to do everything, you know, so soon, I may have, um, you know, kind of set myself up because, you know, within the first, you know, if I think within the first week, I wanted to go to the, the mother-baby class. And you, you remember this because you were with me. And, um, and I was, you know, determined to get out there and to meet the moms and to take the baby, you know, at, for her first baby group. And, and it was nice to, to see the moms, but you know, all of their children you know, were older. We were like the youngest in that crew. And um, so their babies were just developmentally just more organized, more settled. Um, and the moms were more experienced even if it was just a few weeks ahead of us, but they knew what to do for their babies to settle them down and to enjoy and engage them. And my little one was a, you know, was a prior. And you know, we came to find that she had colic, and there were you know other things you know that we had to adjust to to help to help her. But you know, she started crying, and there wasn't much that we that I could do for her and to settle her down. And so I just felt the the tears welling up in me,
1: <laughs> feeling like, oh, I I I'm, I am such a horrible mom. I can't even have my baby. And I I have
0: to I will also say that. I think one expectation that I thought about mother motherhood that was a little bit different is that, you know, when I would babysit kids, you know, they were other, you know, other people's children, or when I was involved in, child, you know, taking care of children, they were not my own children. And, and yet, you know, I was able to, um, you know, to kind of get them to, to do what they needed to do. And, you know, they would enjoy their time with me. And the only thing that sometimes would, you know, kind of, get in the way is when they just wanted their mommy, you know, when they just were missing their mom, you know, Um, and I would eventually get, you know, get them to come around. But I think in my mind, I thought, oh, well, when I have my own kids, I am the mommy that they're going to want. So it'll be that much easier (laughs) because, you know, when we get to that that one challenge spot, uh, I'm the one that will have the answers and I'm the one that will meet the need. And so I think that was a, a shift that I had to work through in that, as much as I am there and and willing to to, to, to be there with my children, you know they they had they had to walk, work and walk through. We had to learn each other and we had to figure some things out, and we are continuing to do that, even as they you know get older and and as they develop and change as well. So build those networks, and some of the baby moms that I met back in those days are still very important in my life, and we've. we've kind of stayed that journey together, and it's a very special bond for sure. Good, so what have you learned about yourself as a mom, you know, over these
1: years? I've learned that I have more potential than I thought I did. If you put your mind to doing things well, the Lord helps you to achieve more, so realized that you know I have more potential than I thought I did growing up I didn't realize that I could do most of the things that I do now so Mm. yeah
0: Yeah. and and did you you know look up to your your father in that way and your your mother
1: yes especially my dad was such a handy person Mm -hmm. he could do many things and he would try to us and encourages to do stuff and have new experiences. And I was always amazed at, you know, how much he knew. So slowly but surely, (laughs) I think I could also do quite a bit of this. And thanks to him, you know, he encouraged us to Look at, you know, try, try new things. And if you are doing something, do it well. Put your heart Mm to it and do it well. Because I was trained to do things well, I think that has helped me a lot in achieving more than I thought I could. So thanks to my parents.
0: Yeah. I know just remembering, you know, watching and looking up to you, I felt like, yeah, they're you know, there was nothing you couldn't do. I mean, you sewed, you sewed our clothes, you cooked amazing meals. Yeah, you know, you did so many different jobs and careers along the way. I was always amazed as well. And the variety of things that you accomplished as you were, you know, raising us in our home. So I, you know, when I (laughs) think about, you know, all that I juggle as well, I call it mother grace <laughs> that we, we get, we get this energy, this kind of almost supernatural <laughs> ability to, to multitask and to nurture and to, to juggle, you know, kind of in, in, in whatever situation that, that we're in. And um, you're, you're right that we can often do and accomplish more than we ever realized, you know, um, thanks to, in part to our children and, you know, this role that we play in their lives. All right. So we're going to kind of take a, uh, a detour to just talk a little bit about snacks. You know, we've been a lot of us are sheltering in place as, you know, we record this or starting to just, you know, come out of the the complete shelter mode, quarantine mode, but what has been your go-to quarantine snack?
1: Snack of choice.
0: You've been doing nuts
1: of nuts yeah Mm -hmm. I like pistachio nuts raw almonds pistachios Mm -hmm. and peanuts so that's what I go for
0: yeah yeah pistachio nuts especially the chili lime ones are my favorite super (laughs) super delicious and then um, popcorn like fresh popped you know popcorn kind of done pop the old-fashioned way on the stove has been kind of a fun activity that we do with the kids and because it's already kind of a whole grain you don't feel too bad about <laughs> munching on it or pulling it out for for the movie nights to enjoy so that's a good one. Oh, and you mentioned one about um greek
1: yogurt the other day oh yes i just started having some greek yogurt as my night snack and it's nice if you put it in the freezer for a couple of hours and it's just to be the consistency of ice cream and mm-hmm. feel like you're treating yourself with a cup of ice, half a cup. <laughs> <laughs> with your guts, mash some berries and mix it up and give mm-hmm. it some sweetness. So I've been enjoying that.
0: Nice, nice. Good. So then... You know, we learn from our mistakes. And so, you know, what lessons have you learned that you can share to help, you know, mom in the trenches?
1: Well, we are human beings and we Mm. make mistakes intentionally or not intentionally. You may slip, but, you know, you don't have to stay in the pits when you are down or when you realize you've made a mistake. You don't wallow in it. You just, you know, get yourself up and brush the dirt off and start making decisions that won't let you do that mistake again. Mm-hmm. So just learn from your mistake and sentence around and try not to look back. Yeah, just yeah. Going forward and make better judgments so that the mistakes don't happen as often or come back.
0: Different. And as moms, I think we can be really hard on ourselves, you know, because we do hold ourselves to a high standard and we are juggling so much and um, there's, you know, we're, we're making quick decisions in the heat of the moment, you know, with our, our children and our families and at work and our various relationships. So, yeah, thank you for that, that reminder to <laughs> be kind to ourselves because it's easy to, like you raised, get stuck and beat ourselves up. But it doesn't help anybody if, like you said, if we kind of don't learn from the mistake and we get stuck there and we wallow. Um, but if we can kind of press forward and find, uh, find the silver lining or find the lesson, we can absolutely be better for it. Mm -hmm. So I look up to you, you know, as a world-changing mom. um, And when, you know, you look back, what are some of the things you did to kind of impart that that world-changing mindset in, you know, your children, myself
1: included? Mm -hmm. You are in this world for a purpose. Mm We are all in this world for a purpose. So you have to look inside you and see what you can do to help your neighbors, your friends, your family, and go ahead and do it so that you can impact, you know, impact them in a way that will make them feel good about themselves. There is a lot out there that we can do to make the world a better place. So look inside, you search, you'll see your gifts and passions and then use it to benefit others and that's a blessing to help others
0: it is it is and i can remember you know you would do presentations about ghana and you know, african african you know, history african American history mm-hmm. and yeah that helped i think in, instill kind of a pride in i know myself about where you know where i came from and who i was my own identity you know for a mm-hmm. nation um And then you've done some volunteering and kind of ministry leading with missions around the world.
1: Mm -hmm. So I belong to the United Methodist women Mm -hmm. and have missionary posts all over and we raise money. We do a big sale, roommate sale to raise money so that we can send to the national office and then they use it to sponsor missionaries and run homes for children and women. So it it gives you some enjoyment that you are helping others, not only those around you, but even faraway places. Your little money that you contribute is going to be added to others, other monies, and then it becomes a big impact on the world. They have a very big uh, budget that they used to, help people all over the world. We have about 99 missionary posts that they sponsor. So, yeah.
0: That's great. And we can all do, you know, our little part. Um, I think uh, I, you know, used to think that the only way to kind of make an impact in other parts of the world was, yeah, to physically go there, to travel there. And thankfully, you know, I have been able to, to travel back to Ghana, um, you know, to, you know, to, to share and volunteer uh, in health, uh, primarily, and with children. But I think I am realizing more and more, that, especially since more of my life and time is spent, you know, right here, that my world is local. Um, My world is is all around me uh, right here. And if I can, like you said, do my, use my gifts where I am, um, you know, then the ripple effects, you know, kind of take care of themselves. And so I would agree that there's so much that each of us can do, you know, wherever we are in the world that we've been blessed to be a part of. And without it, you know, there, there's like a hole, you know, if we don't do what, and share our gifts where we are, then, the, then the, the communities where we are don't benefit and there's something missing or something that could be better for us being there.
1: A the little that you do can make somebody's life a lot better. So we need to all reach out and help others. So what
0: advice you know do you have for moms as empty nesters um, since you're now a grandmother and you have you know, more kind of flexible time to use your your talents and gifts?
1: Yeah, uh, it is the best time to enjoy life, take things a little slower, reach out to help the grandchildren. And children, when they need you, but <laughs> time is good to find a hobby, something that you look forward to doing every week or every day. And that helps you keep you active so that you don't get bored and waste time, but rather find something that you can do and maybe through that you can also practice in others. Yes. Yeah,
0: yes. And then you do some things like painting and being an author that some in the audience may love to to check out and support. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yes, one of my church members was an art teacher at a community center. So she invited us to go and see a show that they were doing. And When I saw the nice paintings and I said that, oh, I used to like painting. She said then why don't you come and you know check us out so i started going and i was surprised that the first day i could pick something i was just going to see how you know the class functions so i started going every week and yeah now i can i have some paintings that sometimes i take them to art shows to sell and also i was involved in a quilting group at church and we'll make quilts that we will sometimes donate to people in need or sell and make money for the United Methodist Women. and yeah anything that interests me I try to do and then see what will come out of it so I'm enjoying my retirement.
0: I love how you share that yeah and then with uh you have not just one book but two books Yes that you've authored
1: uh-huh the first the first one I wrote and it started there for a long time before it was published and then it was republished again, and then the second one, I just started writing something about my mom and book of poetry and I also got that published so. I have two books, A Tribute to My Mom and My Sister, My Friend.
0: Yes, yes. And My Sister, My Friend is actually a children's book, beautifully illustrated by my niece. My mm-hmm. Yeah, she also shares the, the name Sophia. Yes, it's a, it's a nice um, kind of story about, you know, children growing up together um, in Ghana and how they uh, have my mom and, you know, her sister up close. And, and thankfully, you know, me and my sister are, all, are also, you know, very close. So we will definitely have, you know, links so that you can find out more about Sophia Blankson's work and art and uh, story on the Mom's Changing the World website. So thank you for, for, um, taking time on to come and have this conversation with, uh, with us and sharing you know your, your wisdom on how to think beyond our um, kind of you know small small corner and how it maximizing how doing everything that we can in that small corner it turns it into a big beautiful part of the world. Any last words you wanted to share?
1: Most welcome it's been, it's been a delight to have this conversation with you and yeah so just keep yourself busy and just pray to pray to the Lord to help you, you know <laughs> find things to do to make you happy when I get up in the morning I don't stay in my PJs all day I just get ready like I have something important to do even though it's quarantine and we are supposed to stay home, just keep myself busy and ready for any call that may come in. So, like this conversation. Right. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Themes that came across was that part of the way we make an impact on our children is by being fully present with them in the moment. And mindfulness meditation is one of the ways that we can p- practice doing that. So for now, I'd like to just settle into just a couple of minutes of mindfulness meditation practice. And I Invite you to think of these few minutes as a gift to yourself. Where if you can possibly set down what you're doing and really just focus for the next few minutes on being fully present and alive in the moment. And if you're not driving, you might even consider closing your eyes. So go ahead and sit down in a comfortable position that's tall and kind of grounded. So for me, it's often sitting in a chair with my both feet planted on the ground, nice and tall so that I'm awake, but not stiff. And I like to close my eyes, I feel comfortable that way. But if you don't feel comfortable or you're driving, you can always just soften your gaze ahead of you. And once you've found that comfortable position where you can kind of really feel yourself, the seat uh, beneath you holding you up, Maybe feel the clothing on your skin as your shoulders relax and settle in. and Your feet are firm and planted in the ground, almost like a tree with roots stretching down as your body is the trunk and your head is connected to branches that reach up for the sky. Take a few minutes to start to just breathe normally in through your nose and out again, paying attention to where you feel the breath most obviously. So you might feel it as we breathe in and out together, most in your nose, as the air rushes in through the nostrils, down the back of the throat and out, warm and, or cool as it exits. Or you may feel it more obviously in the chest as it rises and falls with every inhale and exhale. Or still yet, you may feel it more in the belly where it expands Fills almost like a balloon and then it deflates again with the out breath and as you pay attention to the breath wherever you feel it most obviously is your anchor and you can always come back to this anchor spot in your body where you feel that life breath coming in and out most easily and naturally in the moment. And as you continue to breathe, you might deepen the breath as you wake up your senses to what's going on around you. If your eyes are closed, then mainly through your ears. Might you hear the sounds in the room around you or maybe coming from the outside, from nature. And our mind is thinking thoughts and might still be settling in to the moment. And we just accept the thoughts as they come and go, always settling back into the breath. And if we do a quick body scan, you might imagine That as we go from head to toe that there's a light or a laser that's scanning your body as you wake up and are more and more aware to it. That light starts by shining in through the top of your head and passes down slowly through your body looking for any tightness. And if you find any tightness along the way, where your body tends to hold it, just imagine breathing into it, that spot in your body and allowing it with the exhale to pass out of your body through the soles of your feet into the earth that your feet are solidly planted into. So as the light shines down from the top of your head, it passes by your face and your neck. Down your shoulders, your chest and torso. Down your arms and fingers. Down past your hip bones. Into your thighs, past your knees. And down further still past your shins and ankles into your feet and to your toes. Remembering to breathe into any tightness that you find along the way and just breathe into it, releasing it to relax and calm the body as you breathe in and out. Through your anchor. So, as we start to wind down this moment of mindfulness, take about three to five more breaths in through the nose, out through the nose or mouth. You might deepen them. as you prepare to enter back into the room. And when you're ready, you can gently open the eyes and check in with yourself, noticing how you feel after just a few minutes of being mindful and meditation together. I always feel a lightning in my body, almost like becoming more awake and alive in the moment, which I really appreciate. And it has a lasting effect as we carry it forward into the moments immediately after the meditation. And we can just find a few minutes throughout the day to connect with that. And it's almost like a muscle that we're working that the more we practice meditation in a kind of controlled setting or environment um, where there are many places where you can find meditation videos online, on YouTube, then the brain has an amazing way of being able to find that calm and that presence, even outside of the formal practice that you might incorporate into your day. So I'd love to close each of my episodes with a prayer, encouragement, understanding that many who are listening come from different walks of life. And I understand that as much power and strength as we can bring to our mothering we have a power source in a mighty god who can expand our impact and our reach farther than we can do in our own strength so please join me dear heavenly father Thank you so much for this first opportunity to come together as moms changing the world. It is always such a privilege to be able to gather across the airwaves with mothers all over the country and even the world. God, we just ask for your help to be all that you've created us to be in knowing that we didn't create ourselves and envision all that is happening now, even as we record, we're in the midst of two global pandemics. The first was a pandemic of a health crisis with COVID-19. And we just pray that anybody who's listening, if they're listening as this is newly released, or even in the times after that you protect us and keep us healthy and strong wherever we are from specific conditions such as COVID-19 or whatever general health or ailment that might be impacting ourselves. We pray for healing and we pray for protection for ourselves and our families. And Lord, we pray for the second global pandemic that is taking place in the summer of 2020, a crisis of consciousness that is erupting as we see more and more videos of the senseless loss of life for black and brown people at the hands of police. God, please help us and guide us as we raise the next generation Lord, to know that it's not enough just to not be racist, but really to be allies and anti-racist, showing love, empathy, care, and compassion to every person that we encounter, regardless of what they look like on the outside. And we know that through the almighty power of God working within everyday people that we can transform the world to be the place where all can be loved and accepted for the incredible gifts and talents that you've placed within them rather than be limited by the packaging on the outside that they might present to the world. And we pray for this insight into whatever highlights that came from today's episode, that you would help us to hone in on the lesson that you would teach us in this moment of our lives and help us to not forget the beauty of each moment that we can share with our children our loved ones, our families, and our communities. Help us to reach out to the moms in our lives, moms who may be going through very similar things, that to remind us that we are not alone in this journey called motherhood. And we thank you for guiding us in whatever challenges that we are having this day. For you know what they are, for each mom who hears the sound of my voice and we just invite you into them, ministering, providing the love, the comfort, and the power needed to address whatever the situation might be. Thank you for hearing and answering our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Thanks for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.